Welcome to Coming Out Evil. I'm Harley Honey. And I'm Mick Sedusa. Join, Join our descent into villainy. So, it's our podcast. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thanks for being here. We're going to tell you about ourselves. How exciting. <laughs> so, we speak from authority. Per. And... We're going to take the time to explain that authority to you so you know why we can say the things that we're saying. Yeah. So you can know why we say the things that we're saying and why you should listen. Yeah. So I'm Harley Honey. You might know me from TikTok. That's likely what brought you here. <laughs> I appreciate your interest in me beyond my biddies. <laughs> I'm a professional hot person, or rather, NOF model, right? I got my start doing drag, and I'm 23 years old. I think that I'm qualified to talk about the things that we're going to talk about on this podcast because I'm what I consider to be a fully recovered people pleaser. I have a psych degree, an international relations degree. I have training and teaching itself, so I'm qualified to teach you about stuff in general. I'm neurodivergent. It doesn't actually matter, but I am diagnosed um, autistic and also with ADHD. But self-diagnosis is very valid. We'll get into that other times. I am disabled. I consider myself disabled, and I think it's important that I distinguish that I became disabled like later in life. I'm queer and also consider myself trans. I'm non-binary and I've been out as both of those things since I was like 12. I'm also unambiguously black and I have a funky thing going on with my parents. Funky relationship. Definitely part of my villainous origin story. Funky relationship club. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's me. Excellent. So hello, I am Mixedusa. I am 26 years old. I've been a a spicy accountant for five years with a little hiatus in there. I'm an expert survivor, but definitely have plenty of room to grow, right? I've survived a lot of things in my life, multiple lifetimes it feels like, but I'm definitely still learning. Read that recovering people pleaser bit. I feel like we should input that um, TikTok sound with the enough lesson. Okay. No more lessons. No more, please. I'm not your strongest warrior. No I'm your silliest goose, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a longtime organizer in my community, both in Kentucky where I grew up and now here where I live now. But I was doing a lot of crisis work, a lot of reparations, expert kind of consultation work. But working in crisis mode took a very heavy toll on my mental health. So now I'm looking forward to making my life as a musician and doing content creation for my full-time work. Really just focusing on healing and feeling good after a lifetime of very bad things happening. I'm also congenitally disabled, which means I was disabled from day one out the womb. I also have compounded trauma disabilities and I'm cluster B. I have autism, ADHD, both of which are self-diagnosed. I'm queer and I'm femme. I'm trans, gender non-conforming. I'm a black person, specifically one who was born and raised in the South, and I am fat. Yeah. (laughs) So, we are very qualified to teach you things. So many things. Yeah. Experts. And we're going to. We've professionally been these things for 23 and 26 years. Yes. 
So we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're listening to us. Yeah. Excellent. So let's let's get into some fun stuff so they can get to know our vibes. Yeah. What are ten things we have in common? For one, looking at our headphones, we both love the color pink. <laughs> yes, oh my goodness, I wish y'all could see this matching Cadillac pink headphone moment. We're so cute. We got pink headphones, we got a pink little soundproof box we made, we got pink everything. <laughs> yes, all pink everything. I love being bisexual. I love the color pink. Yeah. <laughs> love being bisexual. I love pink. I hate math. And I love boobs. What about it? No, yeah. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are both really into sci-fi. That's true. Yes, we both love sci-fi. You're a big Star Trek. Yeah, I love Star Trek. <laughs> I love Star Trek so much, which made which made me really disappointed in the Orville. But we'll we'll talk Ooh, about that that's- some other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our spiciest episode for sure. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, please just listen to our podcast. We have some notes, please. Hire one woman, <laughs> specifically a black one. Okay, thank you. But one of us, even you know. Yes. So yeah, sci-fi is major. I also love sci-fi. I remember being in seventh grade reading Ender's Game. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Love Ender's Game. Ah, so slept on. Not the movie, the book. Anyway. The the way my memory problems are set up, I don't remember anything about books that I read except for the vibes. Right. But I do remember enjoying Ender's Game's vibes. I I am a big respect the vibes, not the quotes, not the verbatim, right? Like, I I love a good vibe from a book. Yeah, I love Ender's Game, love just so much. Sci-fi is so good. Yeah, and I think that being interested in sci-fi is too black femmes is... Major. Yeah. Queer, fat, black femmes, like, we could, we just keep going on. Like, disabled, like... True. The sci-fi that would come out of our minds creatively would be a a world that involved black people and disabled people. Have you read N.K. Jemisin? I don't think so. That's the book I'm reading through right now. Excellent. Oh my gosh. In a a good way. Excellent in a great way. (laughs) The book is dedicated to all those who have to fight for the respect others earn. And basically, in the Broken Earth trilogy, um, it starts with the fifth season book. And basically, the point I'm at right now is she's establishing these people who are called orogenics. And when they get emotional or when they get upset or when they've been wronged, they can like get in touch with the earth and cause earthquakes. So people fear them. They villainize them. Like her whole world is black. Right, so it's it's an incredible work so far, and she's just she deserves all her flowers. Like she's so good. Awesome. So we've got two mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. We both enjoy makeup. Ah, oh, yes, love makeup. We often did it together on TikTok Live before they started playing with me. Ooh, they banned my account and then came right for you. Yeah, TikTok double homicide. Ugh, just. But yes, makeup is very fun. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Both love. We're both digital artists. We both that is make true. Digital art. We yeah. do make digital art. So that's four things. We're also both performers. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I've done, like, a lot of chorus and, like, singing performance, but you've done a little bit of everything. Like, yeah, you're I a love, kind of... <laughs> I love being on a stage. Love me some attention. And soon we'll be clowns. Um, stay tuned for that. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> please stay tuned for our clown act. We are being completely and 100% serious. Supremacy. No, but... <laughs> I have disallowed that our clown <laughs> acts have the word "clussy" in it, and this now is I'm just overusing it. Every chance I get, since I can't use it there, I'm just gonna be a menace about it. What have I created? <laughs> yes, so performers. So number six, we love a good cute animal. That's true. I know a lot of people know us for the cow print, which I do love cows, but I know you love cows, but mostly pigs is your favorite. Yeah, pigs are my um, favorite. So love a good farmyard animal. I also love goats. Um, I don't know if you know this about myself, oh but my I love a good goat. <laughs> They're so cute with their little horns. They look so tiny little villains. I love them. Do goats have like square pupils or something? I feel mm-hmm. like I remember something unique, like there being a unique fact about goats' eyes. Huh. I don't know. Dang. Oh. Look it up, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) But my friend growing up, so I grew up in Kentucky, and in my friend's backyard, their neighbor's backyard was adjoined, and they had a baby goat. And they would leave the baby goat outside, even in the winter. And so I came over one day after school, this is my high school friend, and her mom was like, you are going to go kidnap the goat and bring it inside the house, (laughs) because it should not be outside in these temperatures. So we, we would go and we we got the goat, we put it in the basement where my friend's bedroom was, and I remember waking up the next morning to the goat peering over the edge of the bed like, hey, <laughs> just like looking at us. That's so funny. And then I remember too, while my friend was trying to put on her makeup, the goat would just rev back and ram as hard as it could into her leg. Like, <laughs> and apparently that's a sign of affection in goats, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. They have rectangular-shaped pupils. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I never noticed. Yeah. I love a good goat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we, we both love a good meal. Oh, yes. I consider uh, us both foodies. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Which is fun to intersecting with the autism because we're both also kind of picky. Yeah. And also with the GI issues. Yeah. So, we're picky. Oh. That's another one. Oh, true. We both have GI issues. Um, Hot girls have IBS. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, so there's all of that, which I think has made us really appreciate food to a new level. So I think we have to if we're going to keep enjoying it. Like, Yeah. So what's that? Seven and eight? Number nine. We love a good stuffed animal. Oh, that's true. I love stuffed animals. We are currently recording this from my bed where there are a great deal of One, stuffed two, three, animals. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 11, seven, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am curious how many. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, those two are mine, but... Well, I was only counting one of them. Because oh. would you count that back thing as a stuffed I mean, I got a back thing that had a face on it. That's <laughs> they, uh, most of them don't have faces yeah. on it. So there are 11 stuffed animals in the bed. Two of them are guests. Right. Um, <laughs> there are also stuffed animals elsewhere in the room. <laughs> what is it, 12, 13? Yeah, and 14? I think there are two more hiding behind there. So we're up to 16 now. Yeah, and there's that giant teddy bear that's up there. Yeah, yeah I just forget about him because he, <laughs> he's not actually for snuggling. Yeah. 
We love a good stuffed animal. Love it. <laughs> and then number 10, I feel like it should be a juicy one. We're both hot, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs> we both love a good... A good misandry. We love, love a good misandrist awakening. Yes. <laughs> we love a good misandrist awakening. We love a good misandrist piece of media. Oh, yes, honey. <laughs> oh, absolutely true. So, yeah, we, we have a lot of things in common. That's why we're together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> engaged. Have we at all mentioned that we're in a relationship? No, we sure haven't. <laughs> we actually just got engaged. Yes, that's we just cute. got engaged. Yeah. Wow, I'm just, I'm all glowy from that. <laughs> There's no other words. I'm so happy with that. Something we have in common is we're engaged. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something we have in common is we're engaged. <laughs> from there things that we have different which is about to be very spicy i feel yeah, like i feel I like i'm about to get low-key i already a little. have one okay? oh i know oh i will not put noodles in chili <laughs> i will not okay. put noodles okay. in chili that is a regional specific thing for louisville kentucky i don't care i just i it's it's ancestral for me leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> not the ancestors <laughs> <laughs> my grandma's alive and well Not i think killing off your grandma. no okay there's other people before her i'm sure i just can't think of any oh, it's fine noodles don't. and chili you know it's i don't know in indiana they actually eat chili with peanut butter sandwiches they, indiana you think i give a fuck about what they're well, doing okay, in indiana so, anyway it's neighboring kentucky like we have some chili traditions down there but they're not as controversial as the ones that could be down there is what i'm saying okay okay <laughs> So that's one thing. That's noodles <laughs> and chili. What a way to kick that off. Things that are different. You're a recovered people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. But you're getting there. I am getting there. My descent into villainy has been catalyzed quite a bit recently. Indeed it has. I, I wrote a whole song about it, actually, so... Spicy. Check that out, maybe, you know, but... <laughs> that'll, that'll be out on what platform soon it's gonna be out on soundcloud so check me out it's my first song (laughs) i think that's something that's different about us is you have some experience making music i I don't have any experience making my own music that is very very generous but there there is a touch i'm getting in there i'm trying (laughs) i think that you don't give yourself enough credit i appreciate that you do like live performances you do all sorts of things i've only done like chorus stuff where i'm standing there but you're out there like dancing you're out there doing burlesque like you're you're doing the damn thing like on that stage (laughs) i do i love a good choreographed dance number i also really miss performing more often i'm actually coming out of hiatus right now so if you're in the pennsylvania or new york Delaware area and you're looking to hire someone consider me because I do live performances absolutely fire like uh, so good so is that two things five yeah five well we're from different places that's true we're both from the south but very different south yeah definitely different vibes I'm from Florida I'm from Kentucky different very different (laughs) i do i do think and i push back on this often because so many people talk about florida like it's not the south but i literally grew up doing things like 
catching snakes and deep frying them outside. That's and about if, as south as you can get. Yeah, if that's <laughs> not getting raised as a hick, I don't know what is. And people saying that the Florida's not south don't live there. Literally, even in touristy areas, I've been able to go and look for keychains and find Confederate flags. It's very obviously the south. They're like, yeah. come on now. Like, like, just, it's literally in the south. It, there's beaches, yes, but there's also racists. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And then I'm from Kentucky, which is kind of the south, kind of the Midwest. Very segregated. You know. Kentucky and the Bible Belt. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's the buckle of the Bible Belt. It's mm. like... You know, there's a museum with, like, a replica of Noah's Ark. That's in Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, there's a creation museum. I went to it as a child. Um. <laughs> oh. With a flare of concern. Right. I needed to add a tone indicator for that one. Yeah. Literally, I went to a Christian private school growing up, and we went to the creation museum for a field trip. And there was a video talking about how the Earth can't be older than six to 8,000 years because the ocean wouldn't be liquid. It would be too much salt. Oh, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I like this because I wanted the intro to be, like, a little lighter in tone. Yeah. So, yeah. So, six? Number six? Yes. I think the way that we cook is different because mm-hmm. I think I reach for very caribbean flavor profiles yeah that's fair my favorite go-to is like garam masala i love a lot of indian spices and stuff is generally my go-to and mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think i wouldn't venture to call food that i make soul food but i do think that i'd call some of the things that you've made me soul food definitely yeah that kentucky and <laughs> love some good soul food and i'm also really into making ibs friendly soul food because it is doable to make it tasty and i'm tired of being gaslit that it's not doable mm-hmm. so it's that tourstellium for you figuring that out <laughs> oh we're different signs. oh we are very different signs that's true yes i'm a tourstellium with a gemini moon and a sagittarius rising so that's actually a good lead-in for yours oh yeah i'm a sagittarius dang i don't know my chart You're as well as you aquarius moon and pisces rising okay cool yeah so we we do have that fire sign connection a little bit yeah i do tend to date tauruses that is true i've dated many MO. tauruses in my day i actually i do tend to go for a lot of sagittariuses it's it's a good combination. It really is very slept on. I think that we work for each other because Sagittarians are pretty fiery, spontaneous. <laughs> it's just a good check and balance. Yeah, right? definitely. Because the energy, I think, is actually really different. I think we have really different approaches to conflict resolution. Mm. And so teaming up together to solve problems like is always really effective. Yeah. Because we take such different approaches definitely i love that Mm. so different signs oh you enjoy crafting i do love crafting i'm not much of a crafty person i'll do a craft if i need something right that's fair i'm unlikely to do a craft for fun yeah or like if you have like a prompt or it's not like too repetitive or anything like right yeah well you're really big into hair though that's true i do love doing hair so like i'm really into like hands-on textile craft kind of art stuff whereas you're really into hair and like yeah body art if that makes sense (laughs) no i think you've got me pinned correctly (laughs) i especially since i do your hair so often true and it's always so cute thank you Mm. so then was that eight crafts versus hair 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, one of us is a smoker and one of us is not. Oh, anymore. that's true. I'm a smoker in spirit, <laughs> but unfortunately, that's all it can be for now. Stoner in spirit, GF. Which is nice because I can do all the work of a like stoner GF without smoking any of the product. So it's really the most ideal setup, I feel like. It really is an elite arrangement. We save I a lot of recommend. money now, actually. So. <laughs> So there's that. True, true. <laughs> oh, you're a strong swimmer, right? Um, that's maybe a little generous. Well, you can swim. I can swim, that's I true. I do not know how to swim. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of one of those things, like, when people are like, oh, I speak Spanish, right? But every time they would go to school, they would start over. I took a lot of swimming lessons, but I always felt like I was starting over. So I can swim, but I'm just not very advanced at it, but... That's fair. But I do have a mermaid tail, so the plan is to definitely get stronger at swimming, at least. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. I guess there's that, the the interest in mermaiding. I love mermaids. <laughs> I remember seeing a video at the beginning of the pandemic of a professional mermaid. I was just like, oh, there's there's no way. Like, I don't know why I dismissed it so hard, but somehow something in the pandemic transformed that. And I was like, mermaid, I'm doing it. Like, So that's been really exciting. I love that. Mm. But yeah, since I can't swim... Like, at all. As in, I've never been in a swimming lesson my entire life. I don't really have any interest in mermaids. I mean, I don't have anything against mermaids. Yeah, that's valid. Mermaids are cool. (laughs) But, you know, it's not the same vigor and interest that you have. That's fair. What other mythical creatures are you in? Because I know you have, like, elf ears and stuff. But is there any other that you, like, really vibe with? Besides elves and fairies, I don't know. I do like a good vampire. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel a little bit like I like vampires because so many people have told me in my past that my teeth make them, like, think of one because I have kind of a prominently sharp Mm. canines. So I just feel like uh, my favorite things tend to be things that remind me of myself, like cows and pigs, for example. Because they remind me of me. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So. Oh, you're pescatarian. Oh, that is true. And um, have been for a while, right? Yeah, I haven't. Let's see here. I started cutting out, like, red meat early high school. And then right after my senior year, I accidentally cut out chicken. I do miss chicken quite a bit. That was an accident. So here I am, a pescatarian a good eight years later. Wow. And that was not including the red meat before that. So it's, it's been a long time I haven't eaten meat. Yeah, we are definitely different in that regard. I yeah. am so attached to chicken specifically (laughs) i used to my great-grandmother used to make a joke that every time she fed me anything i would say that it tasted like chicken or that i would want chicken instead oh chicken's just so good specifically when i think about craving meat it's like chicken salad or like barbecue chicken or fried chicken it's those three things like i don't even miss red meat but chicken ugh. (laughs) It's just so versatile. It really is. Like, I can't wait to make you chicken sandwiches, because I make a good chicken bell. (laughs) Oh, I miss chicken nuggets. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, that is the plan, because um, given all the IBS and GI issues, it's just too restricting, um, also being a pescatarian. I I need some options. I need to figure that out. And also, the anemia is not great, so, you know, you know, (laughs) there's some motivations there. Oh, speaking of IBS, instead of asking who the top and who the bottom is in your relationship, instead ask who the IBSC and who the IBSD is. (laughs) Just fun for fun things. (laughs) We will not reveal the answer to you. No, but, um... (laughs) 
Oh, I share this podcast and guess on your caption. <laughs> uh, engagement something something. Oh. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Wow. Honestly, let's go ahead and write down our two truths and why. How about you go first, then? Okay, cool. Alrighty. So, two truths and a lie. My favorite animal is elephants. My favorite book growing up was Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. Okay. My favorite song genre is jazz. Oh, this is hard. (laughs) I don't know if I believe your favorite book would have been Fahrenheit 451, but I don't know. A lot of I read that book also, so a lot of kids got assigned that in school, so... It's totally within the realm of possibility that you read that book. I don't feel like I've ever heard you talk about elephants so dearly. I think I'm going to go with the that's the lie. No, elephants are my favorite animal. Gosh, dang. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I especially when that um, story about the elephant, like, coming for the woman's funeral, that gave me so much life. Wait, damn it. You have told me that before. <laughs> it's okay. It's, but yeah, my favorite book growing up was Fahrenheit 451. And even worse, I read it for fun. This was not assigned to me. There's a picture of me on Facebook somewhere of me wearing a graphic t-shirt for Fahrenheit 451 at a juggling convention with bangs. So, (laughs) (laughs) like it is. Please edit it gunshots after every new fact you gave me. I'll make sure to do that. There's a picture of me on Facebook somewhere of me wearing a graphic t-shirt for Fahrenheit 451 at a juggling convention with bangs. So um, I wrote that for. Fu- I actually at home I have a graphic novel version of the book. I'm a. I, I yeah. <laughs> Ray Bradbury was my shit. I read a short stories and stuff too. It's very scary kind of sci-fi stuff. But mm. yeah. So the lie was my favorite song genre is jazz, and while it is really really up there, my favorite and it kind of changes a lot. But one that kind of stays fairly consistent is just Broadway musicals in general. I have a lot of nostalgia with it. But yeah, especially like Hades Town right now is like. Oh, one of my all-time favorites. Like, it's just so good. But I grew up with just a lot of musicals, like, on road trips and stuff. And it just really got me into music in a lot of ways. So, but yeah. So there, that was the lie there. Wow. I was bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, what fun little round. This is only going to get harder. Cute. Lovely. <laughs> I feel like I made mine too easy. Okay. So, one. I have a purple belt in karate. Oh. Two. I did model UN in high school. Three, I have never crowd surfed. Oh my god. Wait. Okay. Oh, I guess I didn't make it easy. No, you did not. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me let me process this out. You know how to fight. So I know you know how to fight. Mm-hmm. Is it because of karate? That I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm going to table that for now. Okay. Model UN, I could see that because you are very smart. You know things and you know how to talk. Like, I could definitely see that. And then never crowd surfing, I go back and forth on. I feel like I could see you crowd surfing at some <laughs> point. Like at the end of a performance or something. Okay, yeah, I'll go with that as the lie. I think you have crowd surfed before. I have crowd surfed before. Aye! That was the lie. Ah! <laughs> um, I crowd surfed at my first warp tour. Wow, what an experience. Ugh. I never did get to get a warp tour. Oh, it was horrible, and I don't recommend it. Oh, oh. Don't crowd surf. Oh, no. Don't crowd surf while disabled, either. Because people that was... just grab you. And, like, it's because they have to, so you won't fall, but it's painful. That's, that was what I was going back and forth. I was like, I don't know if I would have crowd surfed while disabled, because that sounds very scary. But yeah. 
I'm so sorry. It was not a good experience. Yeah, it was. It was rough. I needed to get saved by my girlfriend at the time's mm. older sister. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Can't believe I picked that out of the blue. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> how exciting. Wow. Alrighty. Round two. Ding, ding. <laughs> I was once in a sorority. I've been to 16 states in the United States. And I've been to Canada twice. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about going to Canada. At least... Maybe you've gone to Canada once? Okay, I don't know how many states you could have visited, though. I know for facts that you... Wait, maybe I will you say, weren't in a sorority. Maybe you were just trying out for one? I will say for the states, I only counted states I've, like, spent the night in. So not just passing through. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to choose to believe that simply because... I have no way of... I don't think it's within the realm of possibility I'd remember that information. That's like The fair. number of states that you've been <laughs> to. What were the other two things? I was once in a sorority, and I've been to Canada twice. I do think I remember you talking about that you were in that sorority that you've mentioned. I don't remember if you were just pledging or if you successfully made it in. I'm gonna think you made it in, so I guess that last remaining one is the lie. But I've been to Canada twice? Yeah. No, that's true, actually. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, okay, here's how it happened. Um, the first time, my mom took me to see Neil deGrasse Tyson in Akron, Ohio. And she's like, Niagara Falls is pretty close, actually. We should just pop up there. So we popped up there real quick, spent like a day or two up there, and then went and saw Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I can no longer endorse as a person. But that was a, a good time in my life at that mm. point, right? So that was the first time. The second time was when I went to Canada, to Quebec, for the juggling convention. Um <laughs> Another juggling convention. Wow, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, we were there for a week, and then we spent the night in Toronto, and then we went to Niagara Falls again, actually. So, wow. seen quite a bit of Canada, actually. <laughs> so which one was the lie? The lie was, I've been to 16 states. Uh, I've been to, like, 14 or 15, and then the Bahamas. Oh, well, so. that's tricky. I had to come up with stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, cool, cool, cool. One. I've been first violin in a high school orchestra. I went to drama camp several years in a row, and I sang with an acapella group in high school. Oh, wait a minute. First violin, drama camp many years in a row, acapella group in high school. I know you played violin, and you're so good at things, I'm like, of course they're your first chair, but <laughs> I'm gonna table that for now. And then, you said you were in drama camp multiple years in a row. That does feel true, because you told me you are in musical theater camp, which I believe is similar. Your face is not helping me. You're just like, <laughs> absolutely no clues over here. And then acapella group in high school, because I know you told me distinctly not in college. Oh, these are tricky. You, you, you tricking me. But I feel like I got to go with the acapella in high school is the lie. Yeah, that's right. Hey. <laughs> wow, you're really good at these. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was first violin in a high school orchestra. Not wow. my high school orchestra, actually. I went to musical theater camp, mm -hmm. which you remember, and I did go several years in a row. And I did that at a different high school. And that same high school, the music director just invited me to do more music things. He had a crush on my mom. Oh, I see, I yeah, see. but it gave me the opportunity to play at a different school's orchestra, which was really fun. I love that. Yeah. So it's your turn to do your last one. Excellent. Round three. Ding, ding. I've never been on a boat before. I've never been to Broadway before. I've never recorded a solo song before. 
Okay, you did record a solo song recently, but why would you include that if... Well, I haven't sang for it yet, though. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess it's not finished? Yeah, so excluding okay. this song. I don't think you've produced a song in the past, so I guess that's true. What were the other things? I've never been on a boat before, and I've never been to Broadway before. I know you moved here because you wanted access to Broadway, but I don't know if that's because you've never been. It's fully possible that you have been, and so you want to go again. <laughs> I do <laughs> Oh, goodness. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the you've never been on a boat being the lie. That's true. Yeah, you got it right. Oh, <laughs> I love boats. Oh, my God. I love boats so much. I've actually gotten to drive a boat for a little bit when I was okay. like 12. I yeah. thought I remembered you telling me that story <laughs> when I told you about how I worked on my grandfather's boat with you. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You did it. I got one right. <laughs> I was also very sneaky, so you did an excellent job. <laughs> Thank you. She's so nice to me, y'all. <laughs> okay. I've seen a live showing of Shrek the Musical. I decided to be polyamorous at 14. The most people I've dated at once is six. If the Shrek the Musical one is true, I am so fucking jealous. I love Shrek musical. <laughs> it's definitely got its right, like its issues. I know that, but like it's such a good musical. <laughs> like, oh my god, Polyamorous at fourteen sounds right, but I feel like you might have done something like I did with the states, where it's like it was at fourteen, it was thirteen, because I do know it was you were in there. I thought maybe it was earlier though, like pretty soon, if not immediately after you came out at twelve. So, <laughs> and then the most people you did it at one time was six. Sixes hard to wrap my head around, I feel like. So I'm like, huh, but I believe it. Because we would be wanting a slice of that. Like, <laughs> we don't be wanting in on that. So I think I'm going to have to go with the polyamorous at 14. I think it was sooner than that. That's actually true. Oh. I did decide to be polyamorous at 14. Which one was the lie? Um, I have never seen a live showing of Shrek the Thing. I'd love to. Yeah, we should <laughs> go. I've oh my never. god! First time I go to Broadway, we should go see Shrek the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know it's on Netflix? But yeah, and I do think I watched it on Netflix. Hell yeah. yeah! I love it. Oh my god! I'd watch it again though. Oh my god, we should we should do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we learned so much about each other. <laughs> yes, we sure did. That was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that this is a good point to just wrap things up. I really enjoyed learning about you. You too. Hopefully they enjoyed learning about us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm personally, I'm so excited to share this descent into villainy through this podcast, honestly. From the media that inspires me to choose villainy, to the origin stories that shape me, and the support of other femmes who inspire me to always do even better in my villainous ways. I really appreciate you and the work you've done to help make this podcast happen and to get to share the space with you and to see where it goes. So excited. I'm excited to grow this community and, and grow into our villainhood together. Yes. <laughs> Friendly reminder that if you're interested in any of the sources that I mentioned today or any of the authors that I referenced today, you can find all of that on our website under sources. Music by audionautics.com.